Section 9 of A Day at a Time by Archibald Alexander. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Marianne. Section 9 Our Unearned Increment. He giveth to his beloved in their sleep. Psalm 127, verse 2. It is vain for you, says the writer of the 127th Psalm, to rise early and sit up late and eat the bread of sorrow, for so he giveth to his beloved in their sleep. That is the true reading, and I want you to think about it. God giveth to his beloved while they sleep. Over and above what you have yourself achieved, you get something you have never worked for, and you get that, as it were, in your sleep. This is a beautiful thought, and there are three people to whom I want to offer it as God's comfort. The first is the worried man. It is indeed directly against worry that this psalmist sets forth his reminder. It is not that he minimizes the need for hard work and watchful care, but he tells the man who is feverishly burning his candle at both ends and consuming himself in a frenzy of tense anxiety to leave something for God to do. It is as if he said, Why so hot, little man? Why so fiercely clutching all the ropes? Remember that God is working, too, as well as you, working in your interest and in love for you. When you have done your best, therefore, go to your bed and sleep with a quiet mind, for God giveth to his beloved even so. One can imagine how a word like that would relax the tension and lead some persuadable Hebrew who heard it to say, Ah, well, I worry far too much. After all, I am not providence. I am always getting a great many things I have not wrought for. I shall worry less about securing the good things I desire for me and mine, and trust more to God to give them as he sees fit. If all of us who needed this reminder just had the sense to come to the same conclusion. I have seen a man compass his family with so many careful regulations and observations that the criticism of a candid friend seems entirely just. You would think, he said, to see so-and-so shepherding his family, that there was no other providence than his own. You can't be with your best beloved all the while. And you ought to know that God, too, is watching, even while you sleep. If there be some plan on which you have set your heart, and you are over-anxious about it, quote this text to yourself. Do your best, of course, but... Having done so, leave the outcome with God. About a great many of things over which we worry ourselves needlessly, I believe God's word to us is, Leave these things to me. You can't work for them, and anxiety won't bring them. But you will get them as you need them, just as if they came to you in your sleep. Said one hermit to another in the Egyptian desert, as he looked at a flourishing olive tree near his cave, how came that goodly tree there, brother? For I too planted an olive, and when I thought it wanted water, I asked God to give it rain, and the rain came. And when I thought it wanted sun, I asked God, and the sun shone. And when I deemed it needed strengthening, I prayed, and the frost came. God gave me all I demanded for my tree, as I saw fit, and yet it died. And I, brother, replied the other hermit, I left my tree in God's hands, for he knew what it wanted better than I, and behold what a goodly tree it has become. The second man to whom I would offer the comfort of this word of God is the man who is disappointed. 
Things have gone wrong with him. The plan on which he spent so much of his time and energy has miscarried, and a very different result has emerged from what he counted on. His way, as he saw it, is blocked, and he has had to turn aside. Now, there are many things one can say usefully to a disappointed man, and it is cruel kindness to try to heal his hurt lightly. Nevertheless, to him also the psalmist's message applies, and what he needs to remember, that he may pick up heart and go on again, is that God giveth to his beloved while they sleep. We have all had disappointments, sore enough at the time, which after experience proved to have been a blessing in disguise. Many a man can point to a signal failure as the beginning of a true success or usefulness or happiness. We did not feel as if we were being enriched when our plan fell through, and we were bitter and rebellious enough at the time, it may be, but it is quite clear to us now that God was, at that very time, giving to us with both his hands. No one, of course, can see that about any more than a few of his disappointments. It would be false to experience to speak as if we could. But what is manifestly true about one or two may conceivably hold with regard to them all, if we knew more or could see better. And the Christian gospel calls us to believe and trust that this is so. There is another hand than ours shaping our life, a wiser hand. Better things are being done for us than we can see in the meantime. And the man whose hopes and plans have turned out amiss, but whose trust is still in God, is invited by our psalmist to reason with himself thus, I am like a man asleep, and I do not rightly understand at present, but I will trust that it is not for nothing that misfortune has come, and when I wake I shall hope to see that God has been giving to me in love and mercy when I was not aware of it at all. The third man whom this text will help and comfort, is the worker, the man or woman who is trying to do something for Christ's sake. The Christian worker needs to be told that what he is trying to do is not nearly all that he is doing. What he is, is speaking as loudly as what he does or says. There is an aroma and fragrance about the life of the consecrated Christ-like man or woman which sweetens and sanctifies other lives beyond what he or she can ever know. Some of the best sermons in the world have been preached by people who least suspected what they were doing. The invalid in the home does not know how real religion becomes to all who watch her patience and unselfishness. And among the busy and vigorous, we often catch hints and reflections that they never suspect of what Christ-likeness means. The man who has surrendered his life to God, indeed, is a channel of blessing to others beyond all he ever dreams of. He must not be disheartened when he realizes how little he is doing, for the truth is he is doing far, far more than he knows. Wherefore, my brother, be of good cheer, and render your service to Christ with a quiet heart. Lay your course, and work your ship, and hoist your sail, and trust and the gifts of God will enrich you, and the winds of heaven will bring you on your way, even while you sleep. Prayer We give thanks to thee, O God, for all thy bounties, undeserved and unearned, for the increase thou dost send us while the stars are shining, 
for thy gracious thirtyfold and sixtyfold beyond what we have sown. Every morning thou leavest gifts upon our doorstep and dost depart unthanked. But this day we remember, and we bow our heads to render unto thee our humble and hearty thanks for all that thou hast given us while we slept. Amen. End of section 9